Okay, good morning everyone. Good to see you again for our cup of joe on Wednesday mornings. Help yourself to a cup of coffee and some donuts. As always, we want to thank and acknowledge Elliot Allswang for sponsoring in memory of his beloved mother, Marilyn Allswang Eisenberg, whose neshama should have an aliyah. We continue with Misilas Yesharem for our times, the incredible, timeless wisdom of the Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzata. We've been in the introduction to the Sefer where the Ramchal has been inspiring us that to find fulfillment, satisfaction, meaning in our lives is not about turning inwards, it's not about taking the easy way out, but in fact, somewhat paradoxically, the greatest meaning and happiness is found not by easing your way through life, but by encountering struggle, by living a life of service, by living a life of selflessness. Modern research supports this very assertion and thesis because it shows that happiness is not the result of taking care of your self-interest in yourself. There have been countless studies that gave people money. They gave two groups. One they said spend on yourself. The other said spend, said spend it on others. The group that used the money to buy something for others were measured to have much greater happiness afterwards than those who spent it on themselves. Volunteering helps break out of depression, despondency, gives hope, gives optimism. A life of service, a life of a mission, a life caring about others, again, counterintuitively, brings greater joy and fulfillment than a life of the pursuit of our own joy. We're on, uh, I guess it depends on which edition you're in, but we're still in Perak Aleph. The Ramchal says... The purpose of life, the reason God created a world, is not to sacrifice, is not to give up. The reason God created a world, the Ramchal writes it, it's a Pasuk in Tehillim, is lehis aneg al Hashem, which loosely translates as, to get high on God. Oneg is pleasure, the greatest pleasure you could have. Whatever pleasure you enjoy in life, you like ice cream, you like a good steak and fried onions, a shawarma, whatever physical pleasure you enjoy in life, the source of all pleasure is the Almighty. So the closeness with Him and meeting the expectations of the Ribbon Shalom of the Creator brings the greatest joy that there is. When you connect with something bigger than yourself, when you tap into something larger than the fleeting momentary pleasure of life, that is the deepest and the highest joy. But how do you get there? How do you achieve it? So the Ramchal says... It takes amelus. It takes effort. It takes work. It takes exerting yourself. It doesn't happen sitting back on the couch. It doesn't fall from the heavens. God gave 613 opportunities every day. He gave us mitzvahs. He regulates our lives from the moment we wake up until the moment we fall asleep. There are all of these windows of opportunity to make choices, choices that yield the result of deep meaning, satisfaction, joy, and happiness. Now the choices are not the easy way out, right? The satisfaction doesn't come by hitting the snooze, going back to sleep and missing Minion. It's when even if you're tired, and if you live up in the Northeast, and even if it's snowing and sleeting outside, and it's freezing cold and still dark when you woke up, but the amel is the effort it takes to overcome your instinct, and to do what you think is noble nonetheless is more satisfying than whenever you gave up in the process. I love sleep like the next person. But the extra 20 minutes of sleep pales in comparison 
to the feeling that you'll carry for the rest of the day that you jumped out of bed, that you greeted the day like a lion. The same is true in the realm of food. Whatever you gave up by denying yourself the unhealthy food, certainly the non-kosher food, pales in comparison to the satisfaction of having had the discipline to do the right thing. The same is true in the realm of speech, in the realm of Shemira Sa'inayim, what we're supposed to look at. The same is true in every mitzvah opportunity throughout our day. That the effort, the toil that we put in yields a satisfaction of discipline, self-control and dignity that far outweighs and is far more pleasurable than whatever we gave up in the process. And that's why God made life not so easy. He didn't deposit us in a world where the default is to do the right thing. He put us in the world where we are surrounded by temptation and by opportunity. Every moment of every day we're making a decision. Look at that or don't look at that. Eat this or don't eat this. Say that, don't say that. The choices we have every day are surrounded. We are drawn to temptation, desire, distraction, the appetite for all kinds of things. And if we follow them and make the wrong choices, if we indulge and give in to the self-destructive, to that which is negative, we may get a fleeting pleasure of the moment, but we have contaminated our soul. We have compromised who we can be. We have failed to meet our mission. We failed to meet our potential. Life in this world is to be immersed in the tension between the animal instinct, the animal impulse, which drives us after desire, temptation, and instinct. An animal doesn't have self-awareness. An animal doesn't have self-control. An animal follows its impulse, eats what it wants, whether it owns it or not, sleeps with whomever he wants, whether it's in a public place or took her out for drinks first or not does whatever defecates wherever it wants, when we give in to an appetite without being discerning or judicious, we're simply an animal. We're no different than an animal. What makes us godly, the Tzalem Elohim, is the capacity to transcend, to rise above, to be disciplined nonetheless, to not give in to the appetite, no matter how strongly it's pulling us. Don't view each of these temptations as a test, View them as an opportunity. They're an opportunity for a growth spurt. They're an opportunity to feel good, to draw the satisfaction and the highest pleasure of knowing that we can be godly. You know, Shalva, if we can refine ourselves to make the right choices then we can find a life of serenity, we can be at peace with ourselves. But if we're constantly in that tension, in that pull for the wrong choices, then we self-destruct, we sabotage our own success and our own happiness. Until the war is both in front of us and behind us, until those battles surround us. Chazal say in Birkei Avos, Lufum Tzara Agra, that according to the pain is the reward. No pain, no gain. Anyone who exercises, who works out, who goes to a gym knows. How do your muscles grow? Your muscles are not most healthy and they don't grow when you sit on the couch, when you're lethargic, when you're passive, when you do nothing. How do your muscles grow? When you tear them. 
Lifting weights is literally a process of micro-tears in your muscle. And when your muscle heals, heals from those micro-tears, it grows bigger and stronger and more muscle. And what's true for the body is all the more true for the soul. You know, a person who lies in bed, who has no movement, the muscle atrophies, the muscle dies. It's not healthy, it's not rested. It atrophies and it dies. And the same is true for the soul. You take the easy way out, you don't overcome the tests that face us, you make everything simple, then your spiritual muscle atrophies and dies. It's when those spiritual muscles are tested. And they're tested again from the moment we wake up. Hit the snooze, don't hit the snooze. Come early, come on time, come late to davening. Rush through, talk, have kavana, be distracted on your cell phone. That's just the first few minutes of what you woke up that day. But the more we test our spiritual muscles, we're willing to tear them. The greater they grow, the stronger they are. The more we're looking for the easy way out, the more they atrophy and they die. Rabbi Kimchi, we had a visitor recently who quoted, I think it was a chassam sofer, who said homiletically that non-Jews are called B'nai Noach. The word Noach coming from Menucha. They're looking for Noach. They just want the simple way out. They want to rest. They want to coast. They want things to be simple. We understand that the most precious things are nicknames be Yisurim. The most precious things in life take effort. They take work. They take a willingness to push to have micro-tears in our spiritual and physical muscles to break through, to grow those muscles even stronger. Have a phenomenal day.